Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details.
Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, October the 3rd, 2019. We are in the Apple Valley studio tonight with critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer, our national bishop of the Greater Our Nation, Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, located at 8516 South Compton Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. Tonight is our Thursday night Bible study power session, so we want to welcome you to Blessing My Grace Radio Hour. The Food for the Soul Bible Study Session. Come listen in as Dr. Moore brings the Word of God. He will be bringing you the final analysis on the matter in these days that we're living in the last days. He has these scriptures designed for you that the Lord has given him to break down deeply and to continue to talk about the scriptures that are relevant to today's time and things that are happening in the right now, which is why I say final analysis on the matter because he's giving it to you line uncut. He's giving you what thus says the Lord. And anything that God lays on his heart, he does tell the people. He tells us in his own church, we're his congregation, as well as your radio line. He gives you nothing but what the Lord tells us because without Jesus, we are absolutely nothing. Remember that. With God, all things are possible. Without him, we are nothing, absolutely. There are so many people. Um, I hear stories. They're suffering, and there's so many negativity things in the world. But if they only gave it all to God, if you give everything to Jesus, everything will be okay. But remember this. If you remember nothing else I've ever said on this radio, please remember this. Jesus is not a microwave. You can't push two, and when it goes off things, then the president asked, that's not how he works. He does say, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Those are correct. But it's not like you just push, like I said, two minutes or even three minutes or press popcorn. And when it's all done in the microwave, the prayer is answered. No, God answers our prayers on time, on his own time. And think about it. If you've been asking for something and you have not received it yet, that just means that you don't have the strength nor the courage nor the tenacity or the zeal to even accept what you're asking for. You're not ready for it. Because if you were ready for it, God would have given it to you when you asked him. But he only gives us things when we are ready. And God will definitely only help us if we start to help ourselves. So whatever we're looking for, whatever we're asking for, we need to soul search and make sure that we understand what we're asking for. Can we handle that? Are we ready for that new direction? Are we ready for the new beginnings that God is trying to take us? And if you're not sure about anything that I'm talking about, get on your knees, go in your prayer closet. It could just be sitting in the bathroom and you're talking to Jesus. However you talk to the good Lord, just ask him, Lord, tell me what you want me to do. How can I be of a benefit to you? You don't ask God to be of a benefit to you. You ask him how you can be a benefit to him, and he will release that to you. And if you don't think you can hear him, say, Lord, when you are ready to let me know my journey and my destination, please give me the understanding of it so I will know that it is you. Ladies and gentlemen, the man of the hour, Dr. Bishop Offermore. He's ready to teach. We're ready to listen. God bless. Thank you tonight, amen. My granddaughter tonight, amen, is bringing us on again. <clears throat> we are so grateful, amen, is to be back into the house of the Lord. Just one more time, praise the Lord. 
Lord is good to us. He is good. He is good. Amen. This is Dr. Moore and his staff, amen, here in Alphabetic, is to bring you, amen, uh, food for thoughts tonight. Praise the Lord. And we're going to get right into the word of the Lord. I'm asking your prayers to pray for me. Amen. Weather changes, praise the Lord. And sometimes nobody, immune system, amen, don't want to see him stand up and cold, come in. But amen, asking you that know the value of prayer, to pray for Dr. Moore. Amen. That we can continue to spread the word of God. Thank God for, again, all of this opportunity, amen, that God has allowed us to have to share the word of God. We are, amen, going into, amen, uh, the book of Revelation tonight. We're going to read, amen, from uh, the 19th chapter, verse 9 through 18. And be proper, amen, with me tonight as we, praise the Lord, uh, go into the word of God. Ask God to open up your understanding that, amen, uh, you can understand the scriptures tonight. Revelation, amen, chapter 19, uh, verse 9 through 18, it reads and says, And he said unto them, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto them, These are true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou doest it not, I am thy fellow servant, and I am thy brother that has the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sitteth upon him will call faithful and true. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head was many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with the virtue, dripped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the army which were in heaven followed him up on white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he shall smite the nations, and he shall rule them with the rod of iron. And he treaded the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of God Almighty. And he had on his virtue and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a, a loud voice saying to all the fowls that flew in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that 
ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sitteth on them and the flesh of all men, both free, bond, both small and great. Wretched and tired, amen. Nineteen nine through eighteen, and tonight, Amen. We're going to talk about Amen. This revelation that God had given John. John seen a revelation, and the revelation that he seen, Amen. Hebrew nine and twenty eight says, "So Christ was once offered." To bear the, the sins of many And unto them That looketh for him He shall appear the second time with, Without Sin Unto salvation We're talking tonight about The second coming of Jesus Christ The second coming Amen Of Jesus Christ well, amen, I want to briefly say the second coming of Jesus Christ is certainly is not going to be like the first coming. And Jesus, amen, has warned us throughout the word of God from Genesis to the end of Revelation is to prepare ourselves. The saints shall rejoice in the marriage supper of the Lamb. His second coming, amen, Christ shall come in great power to smite the nations of the world. The nation of the world, amen, is not getting away with anything. I want you to remember, amen. The nations of this world is going to have to stand before the Lord. And as it let us know, amen, we're speaking about the coming of the second coming of Christ, he's coming back at what? His church. He's coming back at, he's coming back at all of those that really have served him and is serving him until he comes. And when I mean serving him, I mean with all of your heart, soul, and mind. Don't let nobody fool you. Read the word of God for yourself. You can't halfway serve the Lord, but you've got to serve the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your might. The marriage supper of the Lamb. We are married. We are married. Amen. And, and we're getting ready to go to our wedding. Amen. There are going to be songs that you're going to hear, amen, hallelujah choir. The church is going to be the bride. The wedding feast. Christ is coming in power. And he's coming as a conquering warrior. The return of Christ. The battle of Armageddon is going to be the wrath of Christ. The devastation of, of wars. We're looking at a time, amen, and we're living in a day and time, amen, that many of us don't pay very much attention to. 
When we see amen, the world is in its chaotic stage as it is now. And sometimes because they don't touch the little territory where we live in it, we don't pay it very much attention. But I want us to open your eyes. I want you to learn to see what's going on in the world because Jesus is getting ready to come. People who preserve in their unbelief, they refuse to accept the plan of salvation and to live a holy life. People, they refuse to accept the plan of salvation. Jesus Christ, amen, and gave us a plan. He gave us hope. But mankind himself refused to accept the plan of salvation. And I'm going to say amen to you that is holding on tonight. I don't care what man say, and I don't care what you are going through with. If you have accepted the plan of salvation, hold on to Jesus like never before. Hold on. They refuse, amen, to live a holy life. Cannot find any good thing which to hope in the second coming of Jesus Christ. Indeed, the preaching of Christ's return can only produce in them a fearful expectation. For we will come not as the meek Savior of the first event, but as a righteous judge who will execute vengeance up on who will rebel in unbelief and disobedience. Jesus is coming back and he's getting ready, amen, is to take vengeance upon those that rebel and, and amen, those that are disobedient, those that, amen, just say, you know, there is no God. We don't believe in this salvation. Listen, don't let, don't let Satan deceive you. Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ hung on Calvary. And he died for your sin and for mine. Then he told us, amen, that he's coming back again. But we're living in a society, we're living in a world, amen, that is fighting the very opposite of things what we believe. They're mocking and saying, where is our God in? Second Thessalonians 1, 7, and 8, when you get time, read that. The scripture, amen, does not indicate that evil will gradually disappear from the earth. But on the contrary, sin will become prognostic more dominant until it calculates in the man of sin. Sin is going to just get so much more rapidly, so much more boldly. And then we're living in it today, amen. I don't know how can we say, amen, can sin get any greater than it is now? We can see some of everything under the sun, ungodly thing, in the world today, and there is no shame in it. And many declare there is no wrongness in it. So sin is not going to diminish. It's going to get more openly 
and it's going to be more boldly. But I want to say this. That is not going to stop our Lord from coming. Because he done told us amen until the the man of sin comes. The Antichrist, the, the, the man of amen sin, who is the Antichrist, is going to come and try to deceive the whole world. I'm talking about the second coming of Jesus. And if your mind is not stirred up, I'm going to ask you to pray tonight and ask God to open up your understanding and let you hear and let you see what's around you. Jesus is coming, and he's coming in great power and glory. The scripture, amen, do not indicate. Second uh, Timothy, amen, uh, 3 and 13, Matthew 24 and 12. Second Thessalonians 2 and 3. It tells us, amen, that this man of sin is going to come. And because mankind have not accepted the plan of salvation, have not accepted Jesus Christ, this man of sin is going to deceive many that are left up on the face of the earth. Because he's going to make them think that he is the Christ that was to come and to redeem man from their sins. The Bible says in Second Thessalonians 2 and 3, when Jesus told us that as it was in the days of Noah and of Lot, so would it be in the days of his coming. Now, in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot, what was happening? What was happening on earth? It was a total wicked generation. It was a generation in both instant, amen, that had left God, had just recognized who the Lord was and began to do every ungodly thing that they wanted to do with their own power and did not fear God himself. Why do you think we're standing there today? Look around you. Wake up, church. What kind of condition do you think, amen, the world is in today? Where is the fear of God at today? Is the fear in people today? No. They don't fear God. They don't fear God's people. But just as it was in the days of uh, Noah and Lot, amen, in the days of Noah, amen, they was eating, drinking, marriage, and giving in marriage until the flood came. In the days of Lot, amen, Sodom and Gomorrah, you know what they are? There was homosexual everywhere. Had taken over the face of the earth. Matter of fact, they were in that era, they were running the earth and saying, all mankind should be like them. Doing all the ungodly deeds in the face of a righteous and a holy God. Look at life as we are living right now. I'm talking about the second coming of Jesus, and you can guarantee it's coming. 
You can guarantee that it's coming. And I know we as saints of God, we get tired. We're waiting on the Lord. But our old bodies sometimes get tired. Our mind even get tired. But I'm going to increase your faith tonight. Renew your faith tonight. Jesus is coming. Grab another hope. Don't you get weak. Don't you let Satan allure you to go back into the darkness of the world or the elements of this world in no kind of way. Jesus is coming. Now, amen, you know he destroyed the world in Noah's day. He destroyed the world in Sodom and Gomorrah's day. And amen, he's going to destroy this world that we're living in now. Would God, amen, being a, a good God like him, destroy this world? Yes, because he said he would. In Luke chapter 17, 26 and 30, he, he alluded to the weakness of Noah's generation and the moral perversion inside of them. He was telling us about how wicked world. And upon both of these wicked societies, God mercy waited until sin had filled his cup. God didn't just come, amen, and anything. He waited until sin had filled up his cup. He waited until they were done everything that they wanted to do and making sure they say, it is no God. Or we God's almost there. And then God began to prove himself. Oh, the Lord is doing the same thing right now. It's not that it's not that the Lord is powerless. Or it's not a man that he can't do it. But God is waiting for the cup of weakness is to fill itself up. And then when they will not repent, then he's gonna show them who he is. God mercy waited until sin had filled its cup. And then he he swiftly judged judgment. It fell without mercy. Judgment fell upon Sodom and, and, and fell upon uh uh, uh Noah. It swiftly come without mercy. It wasn't no mercy. God, amen, did not feel sorry for those, amen, that amen had rejected him. He done told them, amen, I brought you a plan of salvation. I brought you a, a, a way to escape. But you won't hear me. You are a rebellious nation. You are disobedient. You're hard-headed. You're stiff-necked. You won't hear me. Listen. The Lord began to say that He brought swift judgment without mercy. So will it happen to the sinners when Jesus returns? The Lord, amen, is going to bring, amen, swift judgment upon the sinners. When he comes, it will be no time for them to stop and repent. It won't be no time for them to say, Lord, forgive me. Right now, at this hour that we're living in now, right now is the time for you to make yourself prepared to meet your God. 
It is time right now for you to be prepared to meet your God. We don't know when Jesus is coming. We do know he's coming, amen, because the world is contaminated all over. Everywhere we go, everywhere you look, amen, it ain't nothing but contamination. It ain't nothing but sin. It ain't nothing but wickedness. God letting the cup get full. And then he'll do his thing when he get ready. Now, on the other hand, the living hope of the church will be realized when the Lord returns to claim his people as his bride. We got hope right now. Amen. When God returns to claim his people as his bride, we are the bride of the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 4, 13 through 18. Then will the saints appear with him in glory. Colossians 3 and 4, we're going to appear with the Lord in glory. Thank God, amen, we're going to appear with him in glory, and we are not going to appear with him in glory in this old uh, monster body that we are in now, because this monster is going to put on immortality. We're going to be changed in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. Oh, praise the Lord. God got something good for us. Uh, These persecutions and these tribulations and the conflicts will come to the end. All these things that we are going through in our persecution, conflicts, amen, suffering here on this earth, amen, it's going to come to an end. And we sometimes, amen, we want the Lord to deliver us, amen, get us out of here. But you know, the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but all come to eternal life. God is a long-suffering God. Oh, yes, I want to be delivered, amen, because I'm tired of, amen, the struggles I'm going through at night now. But, amen, if it's for me to suffer along like here until somebody else repents, I said, thy will be done, Lord, not my will. Even I know when we leave this place, we're going to a better place. Jesus is coming. Now to be, amen, all these tribulation and conflicts, amen, will, they, they will come to an end, amen, and the song of a final victory will find the hearts and burst from the lips the coming again of Christ, the coming again of Jesus Christ, the coming again of Jesus Christ. That is going to be a great praise, amen, when we, amen, when we know that Jesus is coming, Oh, my God, there is nothing going to be like that time or that day and that hour when Jesus get ready to come. Are you ready? Are you are you making preparation to go back with him right now? Are you really living with all of your heart, mind, and soul to go back with him? Now, I, I say again, forget about what man say because, hey, man, we got hypocrites in the world. We got liars in the world. But the Bible says, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy mind, all of thy soul, and all of thy strength. Now listen. In the coming again of Jesus Christ, it was solved that every problem, every problem, amen, that we are facing today, when Jesus Christ comes, it's going to be over with. We won't have to face some problems anymore. We won't have to go through, amen, the trouble, amen, that we are going through with now. Oh, yes, because you are saying to God, it don't mean that you are not going to suffer here in this world. 
We are going to suffer in this world. But amen, the Lord, amen, then went away. And to prepare a place for us, amen, that all of these problems that we are suffering now, we, we won't know anymore. We'll be satisfied. Their every aspiration and bringing to them the reality of the promise, fulfillment of the redemption of life, Romans 8 and 23. Listen for the time, the time for the time of Christ ascending, from the time of Christ ascending. The church has anxiety, they have watched the horizontal of the return of his bridegroom, who will call her from the earth to meet him. Amen. Oh, the Lord going to call us, amen, from the earth is to meet him in there. What a time, what a time that's going to be when God calls his children from earth to meet him in the middle of the air. Hold on to your faith. We know not the minute of the hour when the Son of Man shall come, but we know that he is coming. That is going to be a blessed time, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My God, my God. From that time, amen, of Christ ascending, the church has anxiety watched the horizontal of the return of his bridegroom who will call her from the earth to meet him in hell. What a glorious moment await the saints. What a glorious moment await the saints. Arise in the universe will reign from heaven. Across the universe will range, will reign the heaven. Hallelujah, of course. When Jesus comes, the angel is going to come with him and amen. They're going to be saying, hallelujah. Glory be to his name. Now, let me tell you something, church. There is no choir down on earth that can compare with the heavenly choir. There is just... There is just, I, I cannot explain it. Well, you say, how how do you know that, Bishop? Well, let me tell you, amen. The reason I know that, amen, the hallelujah choir in heaven, God put me into the spirit and allowed me to hear that heavenly choir sing. And I, amen, it just, it just no matter, amen, what group you would put on her today, amen, the best you could put it, amen, does not near power compare, amen, to that heavenly choir that's going to be singing hallelujah. And when Jesus comes, that choir is going to be singing hallelujah. My God, my God. Hallelujah. They're going to be reverent I was God. When we singing hallelujah down here on earth right now, I mean, amen, in our earthly uh, vessels, amen. It sounds good, though, but, oh, amen, you haven't really heard it yet. Wait until you hear that heavenly choir sing. And they're going to sing it, amen, of victory. And the saints shall begin, amen, they're going to begin, amen, the rejoice and celebration of the marriage of amen. They, 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 amen, they, I've waited a long time. This is what I've been waiting all my life, patiently. I've been waiting for the Lord to come back at me. 
still singing for a vicar song. Hallelujah. Vicar belong to us. Vicar belong to us. Hold on, children. I know you're tired. Amen. And I know you're sore. Amen. I know things on this earth don't is not going well with you. As thanks to God. But just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm encouraging you tonight, amen, because the Lord is coming back. He's coming back, amen. Oh, the victory, amen, and the thanks shall begin. Uh, the rejoicing celebration of the marriage supper, amen. Amen, we, we get married, we get married, get married to the Lamb. While the opinion clouds put a judgment with wrath prophetically together in the sky. The faithful children of God rejoice because he knows that the time of his redemption draws nigh. Look up, amen, look, look, amen. The Bible said look up because, amen, our redemption draws nigh. Quit looking down. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. Feel for Jesus like never before. Look up because our redemption, it draws nigh. If you can just hold on just a little longer. All our trials and all our tribulations and all our problems is going to be over. Because we don't accept the plan of salvation. We don't accept this plan. It was a great price that Jesus had to pay. The faithful child of God is going to rejoice because he knows that the time of his redemption draws nigh. Lord, have mercy. Do you know the time, amen, of your redemption draws nigh? Jesus is coming. All you got to do is look over the world, around the world, and read the word of God. And you can see, amen, that the time is fulfilling right before us. This weekend after Christ, amen, is getting ready to come on the scene to the, amen, to deceive many. But thank God Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Savior. Jesus Christ has already brought salvation. And we get ready to go to the marriage. Now, the purpose of Christ, the purpose of Christ's coming, he's coming at his church. Whether, amen, he would be with the snatching away, uh, we call it the rapture. Or, amen, will he ever be with, amen, the second coming in his judgment. Christ is coming. Believe it tonight. If you want, if you don't believe anything else, amen, believe, amen, Jesus Christ is coming. And, and the bad part about it, can't nobody stop him. Can't nothing stop him. I don't, have, I don't care how great the world is, and I don't care how powerful the world is, the world can't stop Jesus from coming. All the armies in the world can't stop Jesus from coming. We're going to get into that, and we're going to read that. The purpose of Christ's return. Many Bible scholars believe that the second coming of Christ has two phrases that is of the coming his saints 
and he is coming with his saints. The first phrase is often called and presented of the peru of Christ and refers to the rapture of the church. Now, amen, many of us believe that Jesus is coming and he's going to rapture his church. And when that time comes, amen, the whole world will not know that, amen, he has come. He's coming purple for his church. And I know you don't heard it, amen, because I have heard it ever since I was a little boy. One day, amen, people are going to wonder, where, what happened to your neighbor? What happened, amen, to those people, amen, that you used to see every day? And all of a sudden, they are not going to be here. That's what we call a rapture. Jesus is going to come and snatch his people away from here. The second phrase is called appearance, the revelation of Christ. And refer to his coming in judgment. In the first phase, he will appear only to the saints in the air. Only to the saints in the air. In the second phase, he will reveal himself to the entire population of the earth in judgment and usher in his millennial reign. Oh, when the, he comes the second time, amen, he's going to bring all the saints back with him because the saints going to help him judge the world. Are you somebody and don't realize how powerful you are? If you suffer with him, he said you should also reign with him. Don't let Satan push you down. You're somebody in Jesus Christ. And oh, one day we're going to be with him. I believe, amen, it's going to be soon and very soon. In the days, amen, of Sodom and Gomorrah, in the days, amen, of Noah, little children were there. But it didn't stop Jesus from coming. Babies is going to be born. It ain't going to stop Jesus from coming. Teenagers, amen, going to be rap, running and rapping the street. It's not going to stop Jesus from coming. Both of these purposes are associated with the coming of Christ. He will come for his saints, and he will come to judge the world. The Lord Jesus is coming, amen, for his saints, and he's coming, amen, is to judge the world. He's coming to judge the world. That leaves nobody out. In our United States, we, we say, man, from the president on down to the least one of us, it leaves nobody out. He's going to come to Jersey world. And if you have not done right, you can't go back with it. Your money and your prosperity, amen, will not allow you to enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have to be like Jesus told Nicholas. You're going to have to be born again. You're going to have to be changed. These two aspects, amen, of the coming of Christ can be discerned in many places in the scripture. For example, these two purples are distant in the two epistles to the Thessalonians. In the first epistle, Paul referred to Christ coming for his church. That's first Thessalonians chapter four, verse thirteen through eighteen. In the second letter, 
he viewed the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with his angels, mighty angels, to take vengeance upon those who disobeyed the gospel of Christ. That is 2 Thessalonians 1, 7 and 9. Now, what, amen, what is going to be a critical time when Jesus come back taking vengeance, amen, up on earth against those that did not obey the gospel of Jesus Christ? We are living in one of the disobedient ages that I have ever seen in my life. We just don't want to obey. When I say that, I'm talking about humanity as a whole. But amen, the thanks of God, amen, yes, they are obeying. But humanity don't want to obey. And when God come at you, it don't make no difference whether you're a child or whether you're middle-aged or whether you're old. If you have not obeyed him, you're not going back with him. And amen, that's why the Bible teaches us every day, amen, that hell has enlarged herself. Hell was made for the devil and his angels. But amen, this humanity came along and humanity decided that they would not obey Jesus Christ. Hell got bigger and it's getting bigger and it's getting bigger. So when God removed mercy from the earth, it won't be no problem for justice is to do what it has to do. But let me tell you something, children. If anybody go to hell, the Lord Jesus did not send nobody to hell. You sent your own self to hell because you rejected and you refused to obey the gospel of Jesus. You sent your own self to hell. Hold on, church. I know it gets cruel out here, but hold on. He's coming to take vengeance upon a man, those who disobeyed the gospel of Christ. As Second Thessalonians 1, 7 and 9, these two aspects are also portrayed in today's marriage supper of the Lamb. In Revelation 19, uh, verse 7 and 9, and in the judgment and the wrath of Jesus Christ is coming up on the weakness, amen, of the nation in Revelation 19, 11, and 21. The wrath of God is coming up on, amen, the children of disobedience. The wrath of God is coming up on the children of disobedience. You won't do right, you're going to get paid for it. You're going to be sentenced, not only, amen, unto death, but you're going to be sentenced, amen, unto eternal damnation. There will be no end of your, your, your sentence. The marriage supper of the Lamb. When Jesus Christ come again, and he is going to come, and he's coming, amen, every day, whether you realize it or not. You don't see him coming, but when he come and take his children out of the world, he done came. But when he come again, he will remove the church from the earth before the wrath and judgment fall upon the wicked. 
Now, amen, God is a good God. He's a merciful God. When he's getting ready to come, amen, he's going to take the church out of the earth. The church will not be, amen, when he pour out his wrath upon the children of disobedience. Amen. He's going to remove the church from the earth. And judgment is going to fall upon the wicked. Amen. Judgment is going to fall upon the wicked. That's going to be a terrible time, and there is not going to be any mercy to help anybody. You can't pray for nobody, amen, when it's, it doesn't come into the full hands of God, amen. You can't help nobody. If you don't help them now, amen, they will not be helped. Young people, you, you, you're walking around now, you won't hear. Listen, you will hear. Middle-aged, old people, I don't care who you are, you will hear. But it may be too late, but you will hear. You will recognize, amen, that there's a greater power, amen, than the power that you are in and in the, in the power the world is present. Amen, there's a greater power. And that power is in Jesus Christ, and he's coming. He loved the church so much that he gave his life as a redemption sacrifice on Calvary. Now, amen, you know he gave his life on Calvary. He loved the church so much. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Only Jesus wanted us to do is to have faith in him, believe in him, obey him, and walk within him. That's all Jesus required of us to do. But that's the further thing that we want to do is to obey Jesus. Well, praise the Lord. He done told you. If you don't obey, punishment is laid up for you. Because he done paid the price on Calvary. He sacrificed his life for you and I on Calvary. He purchased it with his own blood. Our blood couldn't do it because our blood was contaminated. And when he returned, he will claim the church, his bride, as his own. Now, when he, amen, he returned. He's going to claim the church, the bride, as his own. Not churches, amen, it's not but one church. And he's going to claim that church as his own. Think of it, think of it. Now, this hallelujah chorus, again, praise the Lord, they are going to be singing because they, they understand who Jesus really is, how great he really is. Amen. And what a great God that he is. Amen. And when they sing, praise the Lord, they sing to their Lord. They sing to their master. They sing to their king with everything they have in them. We sometimes, amen, put on some of the phonies and put on big fronts, amen, trying to impress people. Well, listen, this hallelujah choir don't try to impress the Lord. They know how worthy that he is. The record, amen, of the marriage supper of the Lamb is perfectly, is preferred by one of the most slimmer passion in Scripture. With the fall of the corruption, the mystery, Babylon, the great, the mother of Harlem, 
this mystery, the battle of great, the mother of Harlem, of Harlem, this whore that is going around in the world today, causing God people is to come under persecution, prostituting. This whore, she's a mystery. She's a mother of Harlem. Has influenced the church. Right here on earth. And as called the church, amen, and the church is involved with her, amen, her adultery and her weakness. And she has deceived God peoples. As we live in today, the heaven, the host will rise, they will raise their voice unto joy for singing of the tramp of Jubilee. Heaven will fill with the anthony of praise of God for judging the great whore. Amen. The, 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 the church, amen, is going to rise and they're going to be praising God for lying this mother of harlot. He said, reap what she sowed. The soul, the seed that you sow, so shall you reap. My God, my God. The thanks is going to be praising God. They're going to be praising God. For the judgment, the great whore, and against the blood of the saints. Amen. She done called many saints to die. With her way of understanding, they called many saints to be slaves. Who has been slain by her? Many saints of God has been slain by the the the, the mother of Harlem, the, the 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 amen of this world, saying that she was the right one, and we would we must follow her pernicious ways. They were slain. The saints' prayer, amen, has truly has turned to praise. They'll hold down the end in the hallelujah. Oh, what they have done, amen. These false churches, these false antichrists, amen, that has killed in the name of the Lord. God is going to repay them. There is no shouting of short of the trumpet joy as the heavenly host bursts into Unrestraining praise unto God. Can you just imagine, amen, when the heaven host, amen, break into praise, unrestraining to God, all oh, everywhere heaven that, amen, it is being echoed, they feel, and amen, the power of God and the praise of God, amen, is just going to be echoing everywhere. Glory be to his holy name. Singing hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The multitudes of heaven. Revelation, amen, 19, 1 and 3. And soon, John and amen, by the 24 elders and the four living creatures who take it up, the refrain with amen. Hallelujah. My God, there's going to be some praises in heaven. There's going to be so much power there until amen. This earthquake could not stand that kind of power. 
that has been unleashed from the Lord when the saints of God, amen, began to magnify the name of the Lord. I want to be in that number. Oh, I want to be in that number. And I want to include in this. Beloved, many people say that when we die, we're going to be with Jesus. And we'll be singing amen in that heavenly choir. But I want to tell you, amen, that's in that scripture. We, amen, will be there one day, but we are not there. Amen. Everywhere paradise of that, that's where we'll be at. But ain't no man, amen, gone into heaven yet. And I sing that with the choir yet. One day we'll be singing with that heavenly choir. For the throne room comes, from the throne room comes the voice saying, Praise our God. From the throne room, where, where the Lord himself said that. Amen. There was not but one throne in heaven. And amen. Only somebody sits on that throne. His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There are no two thrones in heaven. There are no two gods in heaven. There is only one God in heaven. Hallelujah. And we give him praise to him. For the throne room comes, amen, a voice saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and that ye that fear him, both small and great. Revelation 19 and 5, and the songs of progress, a great multitude responded with a trumpet trumpet to extol the greatness of God and to proclaim that the time for the celebration of the marriage of the Lamb has come. Amen. A great trumpet going to sound. And amen. It's going to be time for the announcement, amen, of the marriage of the Lamb. Hallelujah. What great day that we are waiting on right now. Oh, praise the Lord. You in ready your land. Prepare yourself to meet your Lord. We are talking about the soon coming of Jesus Christ. Jesus is getting ready, amen, and to come and be with us. Amen, until next week. God bless you. And Dr. Moyne says, we love you, but all oh, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself to meet your Lord. God bless you. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Morris tonight. He'll be back next week. We want to say thank you to all those that are listening. Good night, and God bless everybody. Bye-bye. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.